Spags, we had to push back the show a little bit today, but fear not. We are going to draft a big board team against each other. Yeah, we are going head-to-head today, so if you want to get into this draft with us on Underdog, do it right now. Check out our slick new backdrop as I move things around, rebrand things, StreamYard allowing us some customization uh, that we did not have before. So, Pete, any exciting free agency signings for you that are going to jump out in what you're trying to do today? I know DJ Chark signing with the Panthers. People are nickel and diming that one, but are you doing the (laughs) head-to-head? Yeah. <laughs> other oh, way, yeah, was, other way. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. you, you rascal! Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. get him. I'm gonna get him. Uh, what were you gonna say? Um, free agency signings this week. Anybody new since we last talked about? It? Of course, did our free agency rankings earlier in the week. Anybody jumping out to you that you're dying to get in today's draft? Uh, I don't know about dying to get. I mean, what today we had DJ Chark to the Panthers. I think that's interesting just because their depth chart and, uh, you know, everyone who loves Visca, like myself, you know, plug yours, it's a pretty shitty depth chart right now. So if they get a quarterback in there that can throw the deep ball, um, I wouldn't be shocked if DJ Chark um, led them in targets. So I think that one's kind of interesting. Are there any others on your radar? I think the Chark one is certainly the one I was most tuned into as well. Somebody that's been uh, reaching a little bit for Terrace Marshall lately. Uh, but I think still, you know, really a sign to me that the Panthers are going to be all in this year trying to win the South. Um, I do think they have what's in them to win the South. Uh, just what, what they have so far on their roster and the improved coaching, all that stuff as well, or theoretically improved coaching, um, in addition to having the number one overall pick. So I think some positive things for the Panthers. I'm not as bullish on Chark as you are. Um, the one thing that jumped out to me yesterday, Zeke, his possible landing spots being the Bengals, the Jets, or the Eagles. It seems like Zeke could get steamed up really big, no matter which of those three he ended up with. Yeah, I know. Although the Eagles basically already kind of came out and were laughing about it. Also, did you see the really funny screenshots from uh, Brees Hall and Michael Carter being like, I think we're good over here. We don't need you to come, Zeke. So it was funny how everyone's like, yeah, actually, uh, Zeke might have more teams he wants to go to than teams that actually want him. I think that's fair. So do you think that was like his agent leaking that? And they basically had like one conversation with each of those teams. And they were like, yeah, we're, they're dying to get Zeke in their building. (laughs) Yeah. I I have no clue how that sausage got made, but I mean, we've seen it for some of these veteran backs. I mean, the market is incredibly small. Like you see how much or how little money Rashad Penny got, who's a a much, much better running back than Ezekiel Elliott. And it's like, what, what is Zeke going to get? Like, it's, it's just, I don't know what the market is for him right now. So people saying, uh, noting in the chat here. So is Liam streaming right now or is he just I believe so. Yeah, I think Liam joined five drafts and is streaming right now. Okay. So he'll get us in one of them. He'll get to deal with our brilliant picks and he's not going to be able to handle it, Pete. I know he's you know contributing now to the 33rd team, which I do think does some good work out there. So shout out to them if you want to check out some new content out there. Uh, but Liam, I think five drafts at once, he can't handle the combined power of us going head to head. No, he's he's just punting it off, um, whereas we are just drafting beautiful teams. So, Spags, you did draw the 1-7 here. It uh, looks like both of us are going to get some wide receivers to start. Yeah, I'm going to go with Steph Diggs here. I do like the EPA numbers last year. I don't think that anybody that they're going to add in this offseason is going to really meaningfully impact that. And, of course, now the added bonus, I get to tilt Liam because he's already missing out on a bill you know, right from the jump here. Yeah, that that's the added bonus. I'm sure right now he is just launching expletives on his stream after not getting Stefan Diggs. Maybe we, he'll tilt pick Dawson Knox at 112. Yeah, uh, hopefully. Hopefully he reaches. Hopefully gets some nice early Josh Allen. All the things that uh, we don't like doing that much. But you're coming up here. The room is pissing yellow, so let's see what Pete does. Yeah, so C.D. Lamb. I mean, I... I I find like all of these wide receivers, you know, in roughly the same tier, uh, Diggs, Adams, AJ Brown and lamb. And then knowing we're in a piss boy room here, um, I'm happy to take the last of that tier CD lamb. And then you see Garrett Wilson go right off the board at pick 111. I love Garrett Wilson. I'm very excited about him, but there's definitely a gap for me between CD lamb and Garrett Wilson. Yeah, I, I think the Garrett Wilson theme is going to be a little bit too much to me. As I talked about on our Tuesday show, uh, I am going to be doing some rankings that are going to be out on FO. So the SPAGS rankings, which, uh, Pete, what do they stand for? Um, Superior players and guys SPAGS likes. <laughs> and and great spots. You were so close. Great These people say superior penises. And great, <laughs> great spots. Either way, though, those will be coming out, I think, next Wednesday. I'll have an article also introducing some of my biggest disparities in, in basketball rankings so far this year. Uh, but basically, you know, I think that uh, Garrett Wilson, I'm noticing every time I update the rankings, every time I pull underdog ADPs, he keeps going up. And he might be like a top 10 receiver by the end of the summer. And I don't know that I agree with that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Liam did confirm he's not streaming. I was going to be like, how the hell are you streaming five drafts and talking in our chat right now? Um, oh, okay. I'm going to go. 
Oh, hmm. no, I'm not going to reach for Olave, even though it does feel like this room might necessitate it. I will take Austin Eckler, who we both still like. We certainly would like him to be returning to the Chargers, but uh, Pete, I will take whatever Eckler I can get here. And I hate taking a running back in the second round, but boy, it's gross reaching for a receiver at this point. I, I honestly thought about it, but I just can tell how this room was going. And this feels like a, a quintessential avalanche room. And so I did, you know, pass on guys like Eckler and Jonathan Taylor, who I would normally take in that spot to grab Devonta Smith, knowing I am really not going to like the wide receiver options available to me at pick 34. And I have a feeling there will be a running back there that I like. And if I think through the two V twos, um, I think I'm going to be okay with it. But yes, it's very hard to pass up on Eckler at pick 18. Yeah, I, I think it's one of those things for me where if Eckler, Bijan are there, I don't mind it. Um, this room, though, uh, even I mean, we obviously love wide receivers on the splash play streams here. This is a heavy wide receiver room for what we're just seeing from the jump. And I feel like a lot of drafts this summer are going to look a lot like this board. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, I don't know, whatever I'm doing streams, it tends to look like this. I will say this whenever I'm in a million slow drafts right now, and I'm not exaggerating even that much. Um uh, I don't see boards go go exactly like this. Uh, so this this does feel slightly different, um, but who knows? Shout out to our boy Ross, by the way, who does not normally live in an underdog state, but is in one, I think, for a week here. So he's binging on some teams, and that's the kind of attitude we want to see here, Pete, especially if Ross were to use that promo code SPLASH to double his deposits $100. But uh, underdog, if you are an underdog state, you got to get it in good while you can. Spags, you got to give us a little scroll up so we can see the picks as they're coming off the board. Okay, there we go. There we go. Got to adjust this new After I got so used to it, I would say decently good at producing a splash play stream. Now I have to adapt to our new layouts. Yeah, Bullock already roasting you for your browser sizing. Look, there was big news for the streamers uh, in the past 24 hours because StreamYard released some new options for layout. So you'll be seeing it here. I will be messing around with them on my streams as well. But it's time to get freaky in StreamYard, guys. Oh, God, I am. And it's getting freaky for me, too, because I've taken now two running backs in my first three rounds, which if you had followed this show at all over the past year, you will know I hate it so much. I feel incredibly uncomfortable and really borderline naked on the stream. But now you need to scroll down again, Specs. Oh, God damn it. Just every time. Okay. Um, Let's see if I can make it the, a little smaller. Let's see if this. Uh, I will say I'm very happy with how this played out because I have the three guys at the top of my queue were Josh Jacobs, ETN, and Ramondre, and I'm going to get one of those guys. So I do feel good about the two V2s there because you're basically looking at Eckler in Amari Cooper versus Devonta Smith and Travis ETN. Which pairing of those two do you like? I like Amari Cooper a lot more than I think people do. You know, he's only 28. Uh, I am aware of Amari Cooper's age. Only 28, though. Normally, normally I, you could say only 25. I'll even allow only 26. I don't think you're allowed to say only 28. Because I thought he was like 32, like based on how we treat him, based on how we've avoided him for years drafting. Like, I feel like yeah. only 28 was a surprise because I legit thought he was like Keenan Allen's age. <laughs> um, yeah, it's fine. I, I'm still surprised you would take the, uh, I guess it, maybe it's closer than I'm giving credit to, but I just think Devonta Smith is so much better of a player than Amari in a fantasy asset. Yeah, I think that's a reasonable way to look at it. Daniel D saying, consider a show format like this, but you guys can't hear each other and can only talk one at a time. I think that would make for terrible content. I also don't like how the comments are now over our faces. That's something I didn't think of. Yeah, you know, we're going to have to go back to the drawing board with this uh, with this layout. But the verses looks really good, Spags. I'll admit it, you do need to scroll down again. God, yeah. <laughs> You can right. you can you can abort on it if you want. I mean, it's not. It's no, not no. We, we want to try new things. Like we, you know, look. Pete and I see some of the people out there using OBS. We're both Streamyard boys, and once Streamyard gives you a new toy, you got to try it out. So uh, let us know in the comments, by the way, uh, if this is going to be something that we should do with this particular format. Should we tweak it? Because people did want to see us go head to head, Pete, but maybe not on the, a not produced well stream. <laughs> uh, no, I enjoy our head to head battles. It selfishly, I enjoy them too, Spags, because. I'm still furiously trying to max this contest, and I just don't know if I can add another slow draft uh, right now. So getting to do a fast draft feels very good right now. And here's a good moment for me where I could take both an inspirational player and a guy who's coming off of uh, some gambling losses that got him in a lot of trouble. So really hits home for me. But Calvin Ridley, come on to the team here, and let me make sure to keep scrolling down so we keep this. Yeah, there we go. Look at that viewport. Boy, you guys could see everything on the board right now. <laughs> there we go. I did take uh, Justin Fields with my next uh, pick there. Um, have been enjoyed taking him in that range. I think he's, you know, kind of closer to the Jalen Hurts's than he is to the Joe Burrows and Trevor Lawrence's. So um, 
definitely uh, not able to get DJ Moore where I took uh, Justin Fields or get both of them, I should say, but have been enjoying getting that elite QB uh, when it's there. Yeah, I've said that, I think, when we talked on Tuesday about the Bears moves and how it just frustrates me that you can't get Fields and Moore together too easily now. And it feels like maybe a little bit OP from some of the previous drafts where people lucked into both having Fields and Moore together. Uh, but now that they're on the same team, like it's impossible to do that. So that does ruin it a little bit. Uh, did you see, Pete, by the way, to announce that we were doing the show a little bit later than usual today? I did put a, a, a post on YouTube out there, one of those YouTube polls, uh, telling people, hey, we're going to do the stream. But also people got to vote on who they thought would draft a better team today. You want to guess what the numbers were the last that I checked? Um, I'm going to. Can you tell me how many people voted? Um, I think we were at forty something the last I looked. Let me just double check. I'll, I'll pull it up myself so I can get um, the live numbers. Hmm. I feel like it would be pretty close. I feel like it'd be pretty close. Uh, actually, twenty three. My bad. I might have doubled it in my head, which you know you do to look to look better, really, to the internet. All right. I'll say twelve people voted for me and eleven voted for you. So it's a 61-39 ratio favoring me. Wow. I mean, I guess it makes sense. You've been, you know, tossing the splash play subs, these little breadcrumbs, pandering to them. I'm not on the channel as much as you are. Um, and clearly it's showing. My, I'm pulling very unfavorably, it sounds like. It's funny because if you read this exact same thing on your channel, it's probably going 66, 33 for you or something like that. So I'm glad <laughs> that now I've cultivated enough pro spags followers out there that will finally help me tilt the odds in my favor. Uh, all right. I got, I got to win the people back over. I don't know what I'm going to do, but I need to win them back over. Yeah. They see you just draft and all these running backs. They can't, <laughs> you can't help yourself now. And they think you've changed. I think is really what we can read into those poll numbers. They have, I know I've, I've lost it. I've absolutely lost it. Vaporware just copy paste spamming. Scroll the F down. I scrolled down. I got it. I got it eventually. Yes. Uh, all right, Spag. So you went Nick Chubb and Calvin Ridley. It's it's dicey. Uh, you might get buried by the avalanche here for that Nick Chubb pick. Yeah. I mean, there was only running backs on the screen. I do like Chubb. I've talked a lot about, you know, my belief in Cleveland uh, so far this offseason where I think they're going to get better. I think, you know, another year for Watson to be there, uh, certainly a positive, better defense this year with Jim Schwartz moving over should be a positive as well. Um, so I think for them, I just like Chubb too. And Chubb, despite how much he runs, despite the fact that he is a pure rusher, people kind of knock him down for not catching passes. Maybe he catches more with no Kareem Hunt. And even if he doesn't, he was one of the best EPA rushers at volume last year. So that's a tiebreaker for me. Um, God, I hate these receivers too. Chris Godwin, Lockett. Mm. Yikes. I'm going to go with the QB here and take Justin Herbert. So we both get a Justin at QB for ourselves. So, and what? You have Eckler, right? So you're making yep. a little uh, Chargers bet there. I'm doing a little. I thought one thing that I don't think people have talked about enough with Pat's team, of course, that won BBM3 last year, was the Daniel Jones Saquon Barkley correlation and how that was kind of interesting. And it's a little bit different because obviously Herbert's not running and all that. But I think there is something more to QB running back correlations than you would normally play in DFS, I would say, for best ball. Yeah. No. And, um, you know, you mentioned Pat's team, also the team that, God damn it, I was, <laughs> I was hoping I would get Jamison Williams, Lockett, or Godwin. Um, and that did not happen. And I, I I will take Kyle Pitts after ADP. I cannot bring myself to do it. So I'm going to have to dip into this second tier of wide receivers. Marquise Brown, Mike Evans, Ayuk, and Pickens. I guess I'll just play it by ADP and take Marquise Brown. Okay. Marquise Brown. Boy, I, I don't believe in any of these players at this point. Like, I don't like this pocket of receivers. If I were you, I would have reached for Ayuk, I think, over Ayuk over Brown. Yeah, they're all they're all very similar to me, so... I'm always just, when I'm breaking ties there, I'm going to see, just play it by ADP. I don't know. This being from our guy, Iceman, Spags is just a little guy now. Am I, what was it? Am I, did I shrink? Is that, <laughs> not so. my waistline, I can tell you that much. Uh-oh. That's a classic after After your Mexico trip? I bet you were... Uh no, just I'm I'm fine actually. I, I've been pretty level recently, and I've been like lifting like a like a demon to try to balance it out. But boy, those dad that dad twenty pounds. I feel like uh, I think Denny Carter made that joke about how Bryce Young should just have a child and he'll gain twenty pounds right away. <laughs> I feel like that's definitely hitting pretty hard for me. There you go. It's not me, man. I I, I got a uh, got a win. Uh, oh, it's prop bet versus Patrick Laird. So there's it's the professional <laughs> athlete that's gonna go well for you. Anyway, you're on the clock. Yeah, I took George Pickens. Oh, I like that pick too. Pickens, I will point out. So uh, one of the guys I actually have uh, a lot over market on my spags, right? Because that'll be coming out next week. Um, Pickens was amazing. What do those stand for again? Uh, superior players in great spots. And sometimes superior penises and great uh, sus. <laughs> <laughs> I 
in great stroking. Superior yeah, penises in great stroking. Too, so who is, who's released a sex tape? Can mythology tell me who has a sex tape out there? Can we confirm where they go in the rankings? Oh God. I feel like these are a lot of bad pockets that we're getting into here. Like I don't like Dalvin. I don't mind Aaron Jones, but I don't love him. Damian Pierce, I think should be like 10 to 20 picks less with Singletary coming in. So I don't love this room. Um, I'm going to take Goddard though. And boy, yeah. I'm going to be really thin at receiver. Oh, is that right? No, you know what? I'm going to reach for Kadarius, Tony. Donkey. <laughs> I like Kadarius Tony. I do think they're going to add somebody at free agency at some point or the draft. I think Kansas City will add somebody. But for right now, for this moment in time, Pete, where we're drafting, I think Kadarius Tony's undervalued. Um, hmm. I don't know if I'd say. I mean, where he was taken here, certainly not undervalued. I mean, no. pick 66. What was What's his regular ADP? Just He's so we understand how much. Yeah. All right. Um, I don't know. I, I trust me. I get the upside scenarios for Kadarius Tony. I think everyone gets the upside scenarios, but I would never go out of my way to say he's like a value. I don't think, I don't think he's a value, but I think if we're going to assume that they don't add somebody big time, like a cheap Odell or Hopkins revising his contract or whatever, I think he's in a very good spot to have seven to 10 targets for Patrick Mahomes next year. And then some of the gimmick touches too, that are designed to get touchdowns. So I yeah. feel pretty good about him at the 70 range. Um, I'd feel okay with him up to late fifties, I think. Wow. Yeah. That's uh that's definitely like to me, I'm not, um, it's not even like the targets that I've ever been worried about. Right. Like when Kadarius Tony is on the field at healthy, the dude earns targets and is efficient with those. It's just like, he doesn't play a ton of snaps. He's always getting injured. There's always something going. So I think like when you bake in the risk there and some of the other guys, going around him i guess like gabe davis versus Kadarius tony is a pretty good like head head to head there as far as kind of the risk reward with those guys i think that's fair and tyler saying tony's the ultimate mystery box upside buzzword player i would say mystery box except that we know his you know when he played for the giants that that one year um and he didn't play the full year he still had one amazing ceiling game in that process too and that was what much worse qb play so i think you kind of cut away from the competition for targets um, you also give him another year to scheme some things up for him, which they were already doing with him basically one week after he joined the team. So I think there's another level for Tony to get to. So I think it's worth paying the price tag, especially compared to, I don't know, like Mike Evans. I feel like that's, you know, the best days for Mike Evans happy behind him now. Yeah. Um, also, uh, oh, sorry. For some reason, I thought you took uh, Trevor Lawrence, but it was uh, Calvin Ridley. Because I was going to say you waiting or passing on Goddard, and then you would probably be able to get Evan Ingram if you wanted, but that is... Uh, not relevant. That is not relevant at all, but I will make a pick here. And this is actually a guy I would have taken at my last spot as well. Um, I think J.K. Dobbins is a nice pick at any range here. Don't mind Javante either, but Dobbins to me, one of those guys that just outperformed everything last year. And because he was hurt, people are kind of knocking him down a little bit. Um, but nice. see, this is a nice pocket of running backs you're going to have here with Javante, Miles Sanders, Baby Acres, Algier. And I'm not going to take a single one of them. <laughs> Fair enough. Also, Bullock Team Spags today saying Chargers Chiefs Week 17 potential stack. Common Spags W here. I, I'll take that, Bullock. Thank you. I'm going I'm to do the gross thing here, but I'm setting something up. I, I'm going to take Brandon Cooks uh, at pick 82. <laughs> <laughs> hey, anytime you get a guy who's over 30 and is uh, built around speed, you got to do it. Brandon Cooks is uh, – Spags, did you know uh, – one sec here. Did you know that Brandon Cooks is only – 29 years old if you can't do you can't do the fucking avari cooper only 28 if i can't do the uh the brandon cooks is only 29 i think he's 30 by the time the season starts i believe if who, i remember who cares what i just looked it up right now dude is only 29 and that is incredible he doesn't look a day past 25 <laughs> that's true i can't wait for him to complain about his target share in a dallas offense that's going to pass 10 times a game all right everybody's freaking out but i'm setting up my dak prescott double stack um Done at quarterback, Dak Prescott to CeeDee Lamb and Brandon Cooks. Just let me have a little fun on a Friday. I mean, look, you know, you got, anytime you can invest in a Brian Schottenheimer offense, you got to do it. Just stop it. <laughs> Give it all my hot offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator <laughs> takes today. All right, so I have a one three three. I'm going to need some receivers desperately coming up here, which not well, a good, good luck for that. Because after the like Cooks and Sutton, man, I mean, once you're into the Jacoby Myers, Zay Flowers, Michael Thomas, you love Michael Thomas, so you're a Michael Thomas slappy. 
I am a Michael Thomas slappy. I, I like him a lot, but oh, I actually would have taken Algier here too. I would have kept loading up on running backs, but take mm. Javante, you coward. I do like Javante. God, I don't love this team though. I feel like I got to draft a receiver at some point now. Cortland Sutton. Or you got to anchor tight end with Waller so you don't have to um, uh, use I hate three there. Javante, it is. Waller. More running backs, please. Four running backs for me. I love it. Where is this your hero? Splash play commenters on the community posts. Is this your hero right here, Chris Spags? <laughs> well, I heard a, a wise man once say, Pete, I think on a YouTube short recently, sometimes you got to take what the room gives you. You got to take the things <laughs> there. Don't come in wanting to get a certain structure in. You just got to take what's there. And I think the room has given me a lot of running backs and I'll just have to be really savvy grabbing receivers late. Well, the advice I give out on best ball tips is for the standard room specs. You do need to adjust for a piss boy avalanche room and you're not adjusting enough for it right now. I'm not, I'm not, but I think I'm getting some sick running back values. And I believe one thing for me, Pete, that I think comes true a lot in these drafts is that I believe enough in my ability to know shitty players more and who's got at least a shot at upside that I don't mind sometimes deviating from those paths and just loading up late, like whether it be running back, especially, uh, but receiver too, I guess we'll find some Terrace Marshall we'll find some gems. <laughs> uh, first of all, the chat's on fire right now, uh, correctly calling you uh, an absolute pig for what you're doing. Also, Spags, I can't tell if you just did an epic PR spin or a total self-own where you just said, I am better than other people at identifying shitty players. <laughs> well, I mean, like identifying the good parts of shitty players. Like, okay, I've always, all right. I've always loved the 3K receivers. Like, that's been a thing since my stochastic days before, like, I got wisened up a little bit more in DFS. But still, like, you can talk me into 3K receivers sometimes if there's upside. So, but I will give myself, people are right, I am a running back pig. There we go. I'll shift to that. <laughs> The scar scarfing wow. him up, Pete. I can't help myself at a four o'clock stream. Did you see MJ said he went and changed his vote? We're gonna have, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's hurtful. That's just hurtful. <laughs> Shit, expert. Oh, yeah, it's true. All right, well, fair enough. I mean, Terrace Marshall upside. Liam here, I don't think gets to talk at all about things with upside <laughs> recently, but I will say Terrace Marshall was a tremendous EPA performer last year and better than DJ Moore in that core metric that a lot of teams Spag, scroll the fuck down. down. Hold on. I got to pick a player. I have to pick an elite player. Elijah Moore's getting steamed up. No, no, thank you. Um, an elite player like Juju Smith-Schuster. All the money. Yeah. You are great at identifying shitty players. I got to give it to you. This He's guy was trying to roast me for Brandon Cooks and then is touting, touting, uh, Michael Thomas in selecting Juju Smith Poopster. I mean, what a fall from grace. You know what, Pete? I have this expression I came up with a while ago. Just follow the money, follow the contract money, and Juju's getting that contract money. That's all that matters. Um, we're going to get start my stack here with Justin Fields, pair him with Darnell Mooney. Oh god, I'll just get her roasted. Yeah. Max though saying Spags. No. Is Max, don't give Spags your dirty buddy. Thank you, Max. Thank you. I'm so glad Max, of course, got to change his username on underdog. And we were along with him for that ride, Pete. So that's what happens, you know, when you build real rapport with the community. It's not when you just talk to him like a dictator on certain Wait, wait what, what was his username before? Uh scratch my CD or something. <laughs> you I, I don't know if I remember him getting it changed. Was this recently? Uh, yeah, it was at some point, I think, uh, when I was doing a lot of solo streams. It must have been like December range. Okay. Congratulations. What's the new name, Max? Uh, it's like Max Max something. <laughs> <laughs> Great. It's got his name in it, though. I remember that. Uh, I am going to continue to punt running back like the non-pig I am, <laughs> and, or, uh, and I'm going to select Pat Fryer, Phil Helmia. Uh, how do you feel about the Elijah Moore ADPs, by the way? Because, like, I, I get why people are excited about him. I just think – I think it's possible he loses some snaps to David Bell next year. And I don't think, like, that's the likely outcome. But he's just a pure slot guy. And I think people are drafting him like he's going to be better than Peoples-Jones. And Peoples-Jones is, like, actually good and a big-bodied guy outside. And I, I think it's incorrect. Um, I agree with you. It's hard to, like, use where he went in this draft as a barometer just because this draft is – is pretty crazy right now, but I was, I think I said on ship chasing, like I expected the market to push him down um, after not being uh, staying on the, uh, the jets here, but it seems like he's staying pretty flat, um, which I don't think I'm going to have a ton of him if he stays in this range. All right. So we got a bunch of great running backs here. Not enough receivers that I would actually want to go to. Ooh, boy. Ooh, boy. 
take Connor, you pig. I mean, I think he's do a great value here. Do it. Do it. This dude, this dude's trying to roast me for drafting Brandon Cooks, and he just drafted the dustiest old running back for your fifth running back. Okay, so here's okay, – this is a tough one because I do think – I mentioned it multiple times. I think Arizona's tanking next year because of just the situation of Kyler Murray's ACL. I would almost be willing to entertain a bet of who scores more fantasy points next year, James Conner or Brandon Cooks, because I think they're going to feed James Conner heavy like they did last year when they were dog shit. No, dude, and also this is such bullshit because you gave me shit for Marquise Brown because he was on the Cardinals and taking team, and you just took an older player at a more replaceable position that would actually be impacted by the team sucking more. But yeah, but also if they have a worse QB, they can't get it to an outside receiver. As we've seen with lots of bad backup QBs, I think they're not going to get the ball well to Marquise Brown, whereas James Conner, simple handoff, run out the clock of the season, James, have 40 touches a game. I think it's entirely within the range of outcomes for James Conner this year. We saw Marquise Brown in his last year with the Ravens be used more than just a deep threat. If DeAndre Hopkins gets uh, traded away, I think Marquise Brown could be uh, a, a target hog that, you know, eclipses a 25% plus target share. But I would rather just echo Ross's sentiment and say you're a fucking disgrace. You really cut to the boat of everything we're doing here. But I, again, I'm taking what the room gave me. I don't want to reach for Zay Jones or Tyler Boyd. I guess maybe Sky Moore. But no, I don't really believe in that either. So uh, James Well, Connor. you're going to have to pay the piper at some point, Spags. Eventually, you will have to reach for a wide receiver. Uh, that's that's what you think, you know? I got Here's the thing. I completely get when people are like, man, you piss boys. I'll draft Austin Eckler in the mid-second. You guys are insane. I actually get that. But when you're taking James fucking Cotter as a spite pick over a wide receiver, that's when you've lost the thread. Oh, yeah, but Pete, if we're going to go with true value here, I don't mean to click around too much, but uh, a, what, a 15-pick discount on James Conner? How could you avoid that if you're a real value hound? Yeah, I mean, that true value here, that's like asking like a billionaire who just got hit by a dump truck, like what, what he thinks about all of his money. I mean, who cares? He's dead. All right. Uh, I think we both like this guy, so I'm going to take him now, get him out of the way. Wandale Robinson will be one of my reaches at receiver. I do think, though, if you're going to go to the Spike Week tool and use like the difference in ADP, this is going to be one of my best value teams because of this running back value. <laughs> I just who gives a shit about your value? Your team fucking blows. Uh, well, we'll see. I'm going to mark this one, Pete, and we're going to remember who advances out of this one, and hopefully it won't be Liam or you. Hopefully it'll be me. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we'll go. Yeah. Uh, we will we will certainly, you know, come uh, December 2023, remember this draft we did on a fateful March afternoon. Yeah, it's, I guess, a long <laughs> wait for to, for the victory lapping on this one. But trust me, I'm marking every head-to-head -head we do. As, as Pete mentioned on the Tuesday stream, I have been marking all my teams. Well, not been last week, but whatever. I've been marking all my teams. So um, I'm going to know. I'm going to know these ones that I've been called out for, buried for. And then if, uh, if I'm right, I'll victory lap. And if I'm wrong, you'll never hear about them again. That's how it goes. Uh, I did take Cole Komet, um, get my double stack with Fields. So I do now have my Fields double stack and my Dallas double stack, and I am done most likely at both quarterback and tight end. All right. You got a nice 2162 build. Apparently, this is the one draft where you decided you don't actually need to take any running backs. Well, here's the thing I'm now coming up on a pretty nice uh, uh, running back pocket here, which is. Sometimes what happens when you read the room and understand where things are going. I think I got great <laughs> values and uh, I, I think I might be done at running back, but we'll see. See how the room gives me. Uh, I am. I, I generally in a vacuum take Eli Mitchell in this spot, but because I am building out my bears bet, I went ahead and took Deontay Foreman, who I do think, I do think the gap between Foreman and Herbert should be a little smaller right now. And Herbert, um, I think you were on this take early, right? I, I'm now finding Herbert to be a little overpriced. Yeah, I think it's just the, the you know, people missing out on the new shiny toy thing. Like I've talked about that a lot with fantasy, but I think with football, it's really prominent where like, oh, we, I want to play this guy. And then last year he kind of doesn't get there, but has some upside. So now he's going to be the lead back. And it's like they gave Foreman a decent contract and he makes more sense as a goal line back. So I've been with you. I've been taking some Foreman lately, though. Probably would not take him relative to all the great running backs I have today. <laughs> I would sure hope not, but I wouldn't put anything past the little piggy oh. over here. Look at all the great running backs left on the board. <laughs> yeah, Spags, who who are you going to take? Because God, if you don't take Alec Pierce, your fucking man crush over here. Oh, I I think Alec. This Pierce is going to ruin Spags. my value calculation. <laughs> 
You know who I also like reaching for though is Anthony Richardson, but I will I will take Alec Pierce. It's hard to not draft Richardson every single time for me. Um, wait, you were. Let me see your team. I want to look at your team. <laughs> uh, if you want to see greatness, if you want to behold true greatness like Pete is. Uh, <laughs> no, I was I was just trying to think if there were because I I mean. Who, who was on the board uh, quarterback-wise? There was Carr and Kyler Murray. I was trying to see if there was anything there. But I guess when you have Herbert, Anthony Richardson's kind of the YOLO second QB that you can afford. Yeah. I, I Look, if Richardson falls, which I don't think he will now that we're talking about him out loud, um, he I would take him in the next spot. But I think uh, he's a nice quarterback. I think that's my bailout when I miss out on all the top-tier QBs because I'm still a little QB price sensitive for their values. Um, I like Richardson still. And I think, again, I think it's really he's going to go to the Colts at four and he's going to be a superstar. Wow, I like this. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm just dusting off my hot take game. They're Jeff saying Spag's not sensible ramble touting James Conner over Hollywood is deserving of the Billy Madison <laughs> meme. Um, first of all, it's inaccurate. Bad teams run the ball a lot when they realize they have no reason to win. So, like, that's legitimately what the Cardinals did at the end of last season, which I know because I was doing all the showdown videos and whatever, and I was like, James Conner seems to make a lot of sense, and then he actually went nuts. I think that happens a lot more than you realize. So, um, you know, the coaches don't want to play bad, like bad players and have like, what are you going to extend the game by throwing 40 times? Just hand it to James Conner. Anyone else from the chat want to toss uh, Spag some more rope to hang himself with? <laughs> I think, listen, if you want to follow the sheep, that's fine. But the wolf doesn't pay attention <laughs> to the thoughts of the sheep. Pete. <laughs> Get the hell out of here. Oh, that's the real wolf. <laughs> <laughs> This guy was victory. I mean, you were having a tour de force performance. You were victory lapping all your closing line value on these running backs. And yet now you're having to take these wide receivers 20 picks ahead of ADP. So it's all going to be a fucking ADP wash. I wouldn't have minded getting Rashid Shahid there. <laughs> Would have been, ah, there. Richardson goes too. This is just shenanigans is what this is. All right. I don't, ugh. you know what? Let's let's have fun. Let's get a little bit young at quarterback anyway with CJ Stroud. Let's have fun, Spags. That's really what this is all about at the end of the day. Look, sometimes sometimes you draft a team on stream and it's like, wow, I can't believe I pulled that one off. Feels great. And then sometimes you draft a team and it's like, all right, that team's got as much of a chance because it's best ball. You know, what if you need seven running backs this year that are really good? You don't know. <laughs> um, ah. What's what's going to be the deal with Kareem Hunt? I'll take him here, um, 14 picks past ADP, but it is a little weird that we haven't gotten any news on him yet. I just think at a certain point in their lives, every running back becomes like Latavius Murray over the last two seasons. And it's like, is he going to land somewhere? He'll probably at some point and he'll probably be useful then, but you can't sort of predict it because that's like Damian Harris too. Like Damian Harris has kind of got to a certain point in his career. It's like, oh, nobody wants to give you big money. Oh, good. You got the good spot. And Zeke will be maybe the inverse of that where it's like he's going to land somewhere after a running back tears or ACL in camp. Yeah, um, I probably I was I was also debating taking Mostert. Um and I just played the value hound game there, but I think I like Mostert more. So GG, Chesley. I did take Michael Gallup. Uh, if I'm going all in on the Cowboys passing game, might as well commit to the bit. Um, here's an interesting one from our boy Lunchable Connoisseur. My perfect girlfriend to be a combo of Mariah Carey, Spags at Kitchen with Pete's looks. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? So it would be your looks with Mariah Carey's personality. <laughs> what? I can't even, I mean, Lunchable, are you just zooted out of your mind right now? I mean, I don't, I can't even follow that. <laughs> oh, good. I get to stack up potentially CJ Stroud with Adam Thielen. <laughs> that, that's the point you're at here. Spags, I just want you to know you dug your own grave when you made fun of me for taking Brandon Cooks and all you've done is taking dusty older players since then. Uh, I think Adam Thielen's actually is he is he younger than Brandon Cooks? <laughs> <laughs> no, because I feel like I looked him up and he was 28. Um, oh no, he's 32. Never mind. Dude, he just what resource are you using these days? I mean, uh, my Google. God, yeah, Google. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think I just filed him away as 28 because he's wearing like a gold chain on that NFL Plus Combine show, and I was like, oh, he looks youthful. And <laughs> no, he's 32. Goodness. 
but you know, but he's got less mileage on the brain. Let's so. let's pull up your team. Let's look at read off your wide receivers for the audio listeners right now, Specs. Okay, we got Justin Herbert, CJ Stroud at QB. No, just the wide receivers. I don't care about anything else. At running back is where we really no. excel, excel with Austin Eckler, Nick Chubb, J.K. Dobbins, Javante Williams, and James Conner. At receiver, Stefan Diggs, Calvin Ridley, Kadarius Tony, Juju Smith Schuster, Wandale Robinson, Alec Pierce, and Adam Thielen. So we got some white guys in the mix, and we have no tight ends yet. So <laughs> yeah, your team is a disaster. I think it's I think it's a good usage of draft capital. <laughs> it, it was the James Conner pick. That that was really that was the one that stung. Yeah, I, I agree. I just didn't want to reach for any of those receivers that were on the screen. So <laughs> yeah, no, trust me, we get it. Uh, apparently Thielen's gonna be 33 in a month. Everybody knows Adam Thielen's birthday really well. <laughs> Spags out there just trying to will him or to chop five years off of his age when he selects him. Maybe he's five years younger than he actually is. Who knows? I would just say if you if you know if you guys were like me and you were grinding the weekend tape, watching the NFL combine, watching them bring on these receivers who are talking about the receivers, you would see Adam Thielen again wearing a hat, you know, a flat brimmed hat and a gold chain. And he, I felt like he could go to the club with any of the young guys. So that's really he's young at heart. <laughs> God, you sound like such a boomer right now. You can go to the club with any of the young guys. <laughs> I think this is a. I think this is not a bad team. I don't know. I don't feel as bad about it as you guys do. <laughs> I, it's funny how that works. The selections we make ourselves, we have an emotional bias toward. What was that? The survivor bias? Was that? Is that in the Pete over? I don't think that. Yeah. Uh, no, but I like you um, associating me with pretentious psychological, uh, you know, phenomena. Oh, you know what? It was actually in the fantasy life newsletter, but you didn't write it today. I did not. Yeah, it was, it was like a tweet from Amico talking about survivor bias. Look, Carolina Stack, Stroud, Thielen, Marshall. You're Lordy, disgusting. Lordy. Absolutely disgusting. Uh, this team is really taking form. Someone take Chase Claypool so I don't have to triple stack Justin Fields. <laughs> Vaporware pointing out one. I think Spags got a little high for the stream. To be clear, I did not, but I was thinking like, oh, we're going to be on for 420. Like we should maybe like take a hit. Of <laughs> Glad I didn't, I guess. <laughs> I mean, I, uh, I didn't even, that didn't even cross my mind. Spags, I'm glad to know where your brain is, uh, what level it's on these days. Well, I mean, you're claiming the 10 a.m. spot, so I'm like, you know, maybe a 420 stream, but that the issue is that runs in when, with daycare pickup times. <laughs> oh, you got Chase Claypool. Great. We all got shitty receivers. <laughs> Except Chase Claypool is my eighth receiver, Spags. I mean, I have, I think I have seven now, don't I? I have, yeah, I have eight too. Wow. The elite eight. How many? <laughs> yeah. It's really just the way that you arrive there. I think that's so offensive. <laughs> I think, I think I lived up to the promise of what I said, which is that I would cobble together a functional team. And I think I've done that with high upside if you believe in Carolina like I do. Um, Chess Liam just sniped me. I had Jalen Warren in the queue and I am tilting. Ooh, Mims I know going. nothing about Kendra Miller, but I am drafting him. Here's all you need to know about Kendra Miller. The people who watch film and talk shit about people with analytics, they love Kendra Miller. So wait, the film watchers love Kendra Miller and the analytic yeah. bros hate him. Um, I don't hate him, but I, his numbers did not stand out really. Um, I think missed tackle rate was okay. I, I, Spag, just to be clear, I, I strike you as a hybrid and I'm not saying I'm saying it. I, I don't, I don't bucket you in, in one of those two. Would you consider yourself a hybrid analyst? I, I try to like find the data first and then work it back with what I'm seeing with my eyes. But I think that's, I'll take, have it. you watched Kendra Miller tape? Uh, I have, um, hold on. Let me, all right. I got to take a pick here. I, Everett's not Robert Woods seems right up your fucking alley. Everett's not going to be on the team reaching for Dalton Kincaid, the new Travis Kelsey. The man who didn't even do anything at his pro day today? Is that that guy? When you don't have to, you know, why would you? <laughs> work work smarter, not harder, Pete. <laughs> I think you know that pretty well. <laughs> All I know what to do in life, Spags, is to work smart and hard. <laughs> um, Marvin Mims is getting steamed up pretty high. I think we need to talk about it. Karain was talking about it in one of the streams he was doing recently as well. And I think that's okay. I don't think you should be going this far ahead of Cedric Tillman, but... Like 182 is pretty high for Marvin Mims. Yeah. Um, but again, when Paris Campbell and Robert Woods are the wide receivers going after him, I don't fault anyone for taking Marvin Mims. 
That is that is fair. He is a receiver with upside, and some of us know that that game pretty well. Marvin Mims versus Adam Thielen fantasy points twenty twenty three. Well, the the issue is that Adam Thielen is now on the rocket ship. That's the Carolina Panthers. And like if Marvin Mims were there, yeah, like it'd be him, but it's Adam Thielen. That's right. All right, we got three. We got four rounds left here. I can paint over some more of these warts at tight end and in general. Uh, but I feel again, I really feel like I've cobbled together a functional team, not a bad projection, even. I guess that's what happens, you know, that many running backs. Oh, Ken saying you guys are dunking on all my picks. Wilson, Mims, Herbert, may as well full sauce. Team sucks. Tough draft. <laughs> so Somebody feels worse about their team than I do. No, you don't because Ken is just taking the L. You're trying to justify some of these shitty selections. I, yeah, you know, I don't think it's justifying. I think it's just looking at the bright side. A little thing I call optimism. It's, uh, do you think Ken, do you think that's the Ken Francis? I, I hope it's I hope it's the Ken Francis and not a Ken Francis. You, oh. you heard the Ken Francis stuff yesterday, right? No, I I, I don't I don't hear the Lamar Jackson. You didn't hear that story? No. Uh, but I do need oh. to point out um, my Carolina stack continues to grow. Welcome Hayden Hurst to the squad. God, <laughs> this is I mean of all the teams you want to go all in on a stack on the Panthers might be literally the last one. You are going to eat, I swear to God, like, I, I'm not, this is now not me. Oh, yeah, bit. please swear. Um, CJ Stroud is going to be a monster. CJ Stroud is going to be a day one starter who can sling the ball around and make it look beautiful. So as long as he's going to the Panthers, I don't buy the Bryce Young stuff. Um, I think it's going to be Stroud really throwing some beautiful balls to all these guys. Love beautiful balls. <laughs> yeah, you got to, you got to. This Jerome Ford, speaking of beautiful balls. Uh, trying to get a little two for one. We get Kareem Hunt out of there. All of a sudden, Jerome Ford is your RB1's backup. Then your RB1 goes down. Then all of a sudden, I made a better pick at selection 200. It's really coming together. Iceman asking an interesting question, which I think maybe you can answer first. How come you're not doing interdivision stacks to hope you get lucky on the week 17 correlations with those two head to head matchups? Um, is that something you're trying to do at all now? Because I feel like for me, once the schedule's out, I'll care about that more. But for now, I don't want to kind of hypothesize too much. I think Iceman's somewhat trolly, but I did admit on ship chasing the other night that I have been breaking ties um, toward divisional teams. They play each other twice. A lot of times it will be in week 17. So uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not opposed to that level of galaxy braining. Speaking of GA saying Spags 2022 Seahawks call was directionally accurate as Carolina's 2023 call. Uh, if they get if they get Stroud, I think so. Yeah, I think they're going to be a team on the upswing. I think if they have Bryce Young too, it'll be fine. Uh, but whoever gets Stroud, to me, like those stacks, I think gain like three x in value because I think he's that good. But that's you know that's me, the half tape watcher, half analytics guy. It's better than me, man. I don't do anything. <laughs> just fucking raw you, just, dog you just listen to all your smart friends and then turn that information to something you can use. If it, let's just say this, if you don't. If you're not soaking up the Spags methodology when you're drafted. <laughs> All right. I need a, I think I need another receiver, right? I think we're good at running back with five. Yeah, take booty. Uh, let's go here. I never take Deontay Hardy. I don't know if I'm buying all the stuff, but he had 570 yards two years ago, Pete. So that's got to be. Wow. Liam it. is just livid right now that you took Hardy. <laughs> he got enough bills. He doesn't want to overstack the bills. No, no, that's not a team you overstack. Oh, this is this is a oh, sore wound. You guys should stack for that Cincinnati Buffalo Week 17. Yeah, that, my my still, Devin Singletary, my my Joe Burrow, and my T Higgins still just waiting around, hoping one day to get the, get the call into the lineup. Pull up Tyler's comment. This is good. Take Butte so the wide receivers are ass. <laughs> okay. I did have to. I had to edit my Butte write up in the Spags rankings that I had in the one that went on the Deposit King Discord, which is pinned in there if you want to see what I had before free agency. Um, I had in there like might enjoy sex parties too much, to <laughs> trust, and I had to edit to that might have off field distractions. <laughs> it's in the FO version that'll go up next week. Love it. I don't want to get him sued. I can't get FO. <laughs> can't get FO sued at this point. I mean, if you haven't gotten the company sued based on things we've done on this show by this point, I think you're fine. 
One can only hope. One can only hope. Oh, I also have to pander for likes and subscribes now because I forgot to do it earlier. Uh, please, guys, make sure to hit the subscribe button down below. Hit the like button. Leave a comment if you're watching after the fact. Uh, Pete and I will be doing the head-to-head -head drafts maybe every other week or so, maybe more frequent when we get some more draft season. Uh, but in general, we'll be doing this a bunch on here. And, of course, more drafts, more content, more guests and stuff coming up over the next few weeks because fantasy football, Pete, it lives around all year long here on Splash Play. And everywhere, apparently. No, just here. Just here. It's the only place. There are no off days anymore. There's no off season. Uh, yeah, I, I think I think that's true, but the true grinders were there from day one. I think we saw the YouTubers out there who didn't show up one day after the season. Pete and I were here one day after the season, one, two days, you know, talking about it already. So that's how you got to make your, your sales pitch now. What Spags is saying is no one is covering the NFL year-round like we are. No, <laughs> no one. Not. Everyone no one. else goes into a deep hibernation for about three months. Um, I'm going to go another rookie tight end, I think, and go Darnell Washington here. I was going to take Ferguson for my third tight end if he fell, by the way. A lot of Ferguson hype here these days. He could get one of the rookies in that Dallas spot, and that would immediately submarine him. But he's better than Hendershot in terms of the analytics. So for what we have right now, he's, he's like, you know, he's the serious Tony. If you don't take fucking LaVisca, oh, he goes. Oh, my God. I was going to get on you so much if you didn't take Visca. Oh, no. Darn. Spags. Um, all right. I am just throwing absolute darts at the running back position right now. Oof. Oof. Tell me something nice about Dwayne McBride. Um, he is very elusive, weighed over 200 pounds. Those are positives. Um, did play weaker competition at UAB, but he's definitely a guy that analytically looks really good. It's just, you know, you have to kind of downgrade him because he played nobody's. Did you see my guy, KJ Hamler, uh, <laughs> underwent surgery? Tore his pec, yeah. <laughs> just brutal. After we just talked about that, I think this week, about him being injury prone. And I, and I don't think that matters that much, but I do think small-bodied guy who keeps getting hurt, like I definitely have my... My antenna up a little bit more for that those guys being injury prone. Um, let's see here. If I, I missed out on Rojo, so we'll take Malik Davis instead. <laughs> oh boy. Can't believe missed out on Rojo in the 20th round. He went in the 18th round. That is crazy. Too cheap. <laughs> I took him in a draft the other day. You got to get a little bit. I'm not going to have like the 20% I had and then had to walk it back when the camp reports were, oh yeah, they seem to hate Rojo <laughs> in August. Um, but I, I think you got to have the, at least the fields 8% on Rojo. Spags, I think this is the first time in the big board I've ever done a 2882 build. Feels huh. fun. I think that's that's a normal one for me. I, I feel like 2792 maybe more so. I do a lot of three tight ends out of the 20 rounds. Got to take one more receiver. Who else is good? And by good, I mean, who else is playable? Not KJ Hamler. The wound is still raw, please. <laughs> There's a lot of rookies down here, like Bryce Ford Wheaton. People kind of like analytically doesn't look good, but did test out of the out of the moon at the combine. Um, well, you know what? I did mention this guy earlier. David Bell, if you usurp Elijah Moore, you're going to get some leverage on Liam here. Didn't the Bills just sign someone else, too? Was it Marquise Goodwin today they signed? I didn't see that. Let me see. Marquise Goodwin. Pretty sure they signed someone else today. Probably lower money. No, uh, Marquise Goodwin signed with the Browns. That's what I meant. Sorry, oh, okay. you drafted David Bell. That's why I mentioned it. Brown, Goodwin's not a slot guy, though. Like They didn't use him as the... Um, as the locket backup last year, he was the Metcalf backup. So I don't, I mean, obviously it doesn't matter team to team, but what I'm trying to say is you just made just the worst pick I've ever seen. <laughs> I mean, look, it's a luxury pick. Anyway, I've already got eight receivers. <laughs> Do you spags? I think you have like four and a half. Oh, I can't, I can't wait to mark this team as spags. I can't the world. <laughs> yeah. Let's, uh, I can't wait to see what you name this. That's how this stream ends with you spitefully naming this team. Well, actually, we also have to read out the rosters. People have to officially pick who won. And our first head to head, people thought my team was better. So uh, you guys will have to tell us who's better out of these two teams. This is officially, I think, my 40th draft. So there we go. Oh, 41st. All right. Oh, I didn't name my last big board. I'm already failing. 
All right. I'll read Pete's team first, and you guys could vote number one for Pete. Vote two for my team if you think my team. You're team's gonna better. do this to yourself. All right. Yes, I will. I'll do it. I mean, I kicked your ass last time. <laughs> I think in terms of the fan vote, I, I have to take my lumps if people don't support me. Uh, Justin Fields, Dak Prescott, Travis Etienne, Deonta Foreman, Kareem Hunt, Kendra Miller, Jerome Boy this is a real weak running back room. Jerome Ford. <laughs> Strong, Dwayne McBride, Malik Davis at running back for Pete. At receiver, CeeDee Lamb, Devonta Smith, Marquise Brown, George Pickens, Brandon Cooks, Darnell Mooney, Michael Gallup, and Chase Claypool. At a tight end, Freerbooth and Komet. I don't want you to get away with people thinking you had a good team, even if they think. Oh, I mean, the votes are pretty resounding. And at this vote, you are allowed to vote twice um, or three or four, even five times vaporware and chipsy continue to rock the vote. Uh, Liam with, with a third party candidate, you know, that just hurts everybody in a democracy, Liam. So let's just uh, choose your fighter. All right. And then I will read my team now. And again, vote two if you think my team is better than <laughs> Pete stacking up the Bears and the Cowboys, uh, two run heavy teams. Herbert and Stroud at QB, Eckler, Chubb, Dobbins, Williams, Connor at running. <laughs> Talent at running back, at receiver, Stefan Diggs, Calvin Ridley, Kadarius Tony, Juju Smith-Schuster, Wandale Robinson, Alec Pierce, Adam Thielen, Terrace Marshall, Deontay Hardy, and David Bell. And then at tight end, you get Dalton Kincaid, Hayden Hurst, and Darnell Washington. Whew. My God, dude, what a what a team. Spags, it looks like you got one vote from BSP, which is probably a plant. You're probably on your alt right now. <laughs> no, you, my hands are right here. I am not BSP, I swear. Bit weak at wide receiver. Sheer volume. We're gonna get there. I I don't hate this team. I got to All right. Let me let me go back and mark it. Uh, completed. This will be the process. I gotta think of a clever name on the fly that'll fit within the character limit. Yeah, let's see it, Spags. Uh, H H two H. Nobody believes in us. Oh, I was hoping for something more incendiary. Oh, uh, okay. H2H. Uh, How about uh, fuck the pig haters? <laughs> uh, fuck Pete in his <laughs> Mariah Carey. Oh. <laughs> All right. Fuck Pete in his Mariahs. <laughs> okay. There we go. Yeah. All right. Pete, uh, what's you doing any content? You, got, you have a thing yeah. night with Liam, right? I am. Uh, none other than Chess Liam. We're going to do a stream. If you're a YouTube member on either Ship Chasing or my YouTube channel, um, you will have access to that. 9 p.m. Going to have some cocktails, do some drafts, uh, talk about uh, all the dynasties across the NFL landscape. So, yeah, that'll be tonight at 9 p.m. So make sure to follow Pete at Peter Overzet, and of course, check out his channel. Of course, Liam doing great work uh, in general in best ball, but also over at 33rd team now. So check out his stuff too. Follow me at Chris Bags. Follow Pete at Peter Overzet. Follow this show at Splash Play Pod. Pete and I will be back on Tuesday, I believe. So we'll figure out what we're going to do for that one. We'll have a good time either way. Appreciate all you guys hanging out with us, and we will see you again very soon. Mm -hmm.